2003. Yeah, okay, since 2003. Interesting. I'm trying to think of Pac-12 winning quarterbacks. I don't know. I'm taking up too much time. See you back? Wait, come on. This is, this is easy. Okay, well then just tell me the answer then. Nick Foles. Mm. Oh, there you go. Good one. <laughs> was it Nick Foles when he played for, was it um, uh, Chip Kelly? The Eagles? Yeah. He beat Tom Brady. I didn't oh, know. Really Philly. I don't remember that game, but he's the only Pac-12. That's, that's, that's a really good one. Kind of under the radar mm-hmm. guy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's a good one. How did Nick Foles have a seven-touchdown game in the NFL? That's That nuts. season, he led the NFL in pass rating in 2013. That's amazing. Um, I mean, yeah. it's Pac-12. You can just, I mean, how many Pac-12 quarterbacks are even in the NFL? Did you all behind there? Did you all you all have that yeah, one we all right, right away? Yeah, yeah. They all had it. Yeah, good for you. Sure they did, yeah, Snoke. Cool. I don't believe good them for, for a second. <laughs> they did. They did. Yeah. <laughs> all right. But they get to talk it out back they there do. and discuss it and not be like live on radio. And That's so, true. Oh, you got any more? Yeah, I do. What are you I shaking your head for, Richie? I do. I have. You and Matt talk out every single one. <laughs> I had no one to talk it out with, Richie, because he asked the question. There are life, there are life should have, We should have come you. in and talked with you. Yes, thank you. I'd like you. I need help. Mm-hmm. There was no talking about it. I just said the answer, and we're like, "Yeah, that's a hit." <laughs> you know, what oh. up, Dante. Dante, of course, Dante would get it. Dante's been gracious. snarky all know, trivia. He really has all trivia. He tries to just stun on me and spike it on top of my head. You know what the problem would be with me with phone a friend. You What's don't have that? friends. Yeah, that's yeah. a bummer. Yeah, that's all right, I've got one more, but this is a fun one. All right, in the world of college football. <laughs> Of the following, and it's a multiple choice, okay. so a little bit easier. B. Of the following three Power Five schools with a live mascot, which is the only one to have cooked it up and served it to their football team at a team banquet? Holy cow. KKFN, KKFN, HD1, Lone Mont, Denver. Take it. Uh, how about Take it. That, we could, Take it. Does that qualify? That, that qualifies. That yeah, that is. You get it right, you actually. question again? Of the following three Power 5 schools with a live mascot, which one cooked and served their mascot to their football team at a team banquet? LSU. Uh, a. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got I, a. Let me, let me, I, I want to take a guess okay. without Georgia. even, without, uh, stop it, not serving Ugga. We're loving Ugga. Love the Bulldog. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to take a guess uh, without. I don't want. I don't want to. Um, you don't want multiple any, choice. No. And then if it's not right, then give the multiple choice. I'm going to say my guess without hearing any any of the candidates there um, would be Texas. Oh, Bevo. Yes. We're eating steaks. I mean, that yes, one sense, right? I guess. We're eating steaks. We're eating Bevo though. R R R. The other well, one. I mean, the other one. one now, if you're going to eat steaks. The other, one, the other one could be uh, Florida. Oh, Fried okay. up some gator. That, yeah, but they don't have a live gator, do they? I don't know. I don't Florida. Think, you think there's Wally the gator that just uh, is out there? Wally the gator. <laughs> what are the choices? Yeah. Choice A, Arkansas. Razorbacks. Oh, yes. Pigs. Tusk is technically a Russian boar, by the way. Okay. Okay. I guess that uh, one makes sense. Yeah, that's a good one. B, Navy. Bill the goat. They're on their 36th goat. So I assume that a couple of them along the way. Oh, nobody's no, eating goat. No, we're not eating goat. No, no that's all. Navy's been around for a while. Yeah, I know. No. But who else? Yeah. And C was Texas. Okay. Oh, I'm, well, I'm sticking stick with Texas. I'm sticking with Texas. Um, I'll, go with, I'll go with uh, uh, Arkansas. Yeah, because yeah. it's like a boar. Like, right. I don't know you yeah. have any sentimental attachment to bacon. a boar. Right. Yeah, you're not. Yeah. Behind the glass? What is y'all's answer? I'm actually going to go with Arkansas. Dante? 
Smart guy? I said Texas initially, so I'm going to stick with Texas, but... Arkansas seems like more of the state that would do it. Yeah, but like you can't eat Bevo. That'd be like eating like uh, yeah up at CU. That'd be a, no, like Ralphie. Ralphie. No, well, what's yeah. the difference between a steak and bison? It's yeah. same same stuff. I mean, maybe even arguably better with the bison. I mean, Air Force ate, ate Ralphie last good, year. Good luck. Wow! Ca- there you go. There you go. Like, there like, they were stoked. they were eating them for uh, lunch there for the rest go. of the year. Yeah, that era is over, my friend. Bison burgers for the rest of the year. Coach Reese, would you like to chime in? Would you like to wager a guess here? Nope. 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 Uh, okay. <laughs> just wait. All right. That's fun. <laughs> you don't want to no. partake in our no, stupid, stupid, dumb trivia. No, trivia. Do they, what do you got, Matt? What is the answer? In 1920. 1920? Oh, it's got to be Bevo. It's got to be Bevo. The University of Texas. Hey, could not afford the upkeep on the steer. <laughs> oh, God. So they cooked and served no. them to the oh. football team at a banquet. Oh, well, you didn't say 1920. No. No. You didn't say 1920. That That's good, Stoke. That's Thank you. Good. Why would I need to say 1920? Well, because yes. things are just different back in the. Uh, so, why would I need to say 1920? Well, we wouldn't figure That was a hey, damn hey, good hey. trivia question. That, was, a, no, that no. was a awesome that was trivia question. I don't um, that. that was really good. Yeah. Can good we make job, a rule of no pre depression? <laughs> no pre-depression no trivia. Do we, do we have to start after a certain yeah, era? Yeah, yeah. be a baseline. What is there's a lot of weird stuff. What is the Raging Cajun uh, mascot? Um, crawfish. Oh. Stop. Crawfish? The crawfish. I just, Raging Cajun. No, stuff. like a Raging Cajun, man, like a hot pepper. and we, They've changed them over the years, I think. So. still got a football team, though, right? Yeah, what is they it? do. Thank they God. still, have a, they still have a football team. Yep. They, yeah. No, they've been, they've been very successful um, over the last decade. Did you see, uh, um, did you hear the audio of, um, from, on, uh, what was it, Barstool? Those guys talking about you, they had Shuffler yeah. on. I heard oh, yeah. that. I saw that last night. Um, that was funny. I do, um, I'm not saying I partaked in well, that. that's what he's um, saying. But I, I'm, I'm, but he's I'm, not saying it. Right, but I'm not saying that. But um, that that is an accurate story, though. So the reports that were, after a fun story. night, Orton lived down t- in, in Cherry Creek, halfway home, according to Shuffler. There was some knocking on the uh, door of uh, of Orton. What? No, what do you mean? What that was you, a story. Halfway home. What do you mean halfway uh, home? Halfway to your homes. Yes. Like, not yes. A, like not halfway, halfway home. home. I know, but you got to yeah. clarify what you're Sorry, saying. Not a yes, halfway that's why, home. Yes, right. So he's like right around there. Yes. And, and that's you're coming a, from Lime, you know, right. down in, uh, you know, Making your way back up to Lone Tree or wherever. Right. Going, it's a weird, circuitous, almost And rude. he mentioned yes. Orton was a red wine guy and yeah, like, they would go home. And then they would, you know, so make sure Kyle was away. Yes, yeah. smack on Kyle's windows. Uh, yes, I've heard. I've heard that. You've heard uh, that. Have I, you? Have, I have. I can confirm that did happen. I don't know all the word of mouth huh? that were involved in that, but I yes, uh, that's funny. Brings back some brings back some good memories of those guys. Like, yeah. you know, I'm 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 aging at that point. What you know, that's oh well with Arden there. That was right. Um, oh eight, I guess. Oh nine, and so that was, you know, that was. Uh, I mean, I was an elder guy then, but yeah, you had yeah. Scheffler, you had Brandon Marshall, uh, Eddie Royal, right? I mean, like you had a lot of good young guys and fun young guys on the, on that football team. So, his last stage, yeah. So last it was there it Shady. was um, it was it was some fun times here. Stories you can share. No, nothing bad, but not that I want to share, you know, so Good. you guys yeah. love TiVo. Have you seen Swamp Kings? Have you watched that yet? I haven't. No, I haven't. haven't gotten into that yet. Oh, man. TiVo. That guy really tried. 
He was a try-hard guy. Yes, he was. You, first, first in line, and, and he, he would make some guys upset because when we did those gas, like you see the gassers at the end of the practice, oh, right? like, for the Broncos, you yeah. know, Sean Payton's got them doing it. Yeah. Um, and like when we had to do it with McDaniels, you know, Tebow was always the first yeah, one, right? And so he, he did, like some of the veteran guys are like, you're trying to show us up, like, and it it did um, make some people upset. I didn't care. I'm like this guy. Good for it. go go for it. Man. So would, uh, my memory is you and Orton would kind of run them together and just sort of uh, have a chuckle, perhaps at uh, Timmy. Maybe, maybe Timmy, so. Timmy's maybe effort. so. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we might have. <laughs> might have that, Kyle, it, it it made Kyle a lot more upset than I did. So it's just like here's a little partner. We got well, well, I'll partner up with you, Kyle, because we all know this is ridiculous. Yeah, it you was. Know, there's uh, Captain America. Good, good for you. you can't, yeah, still yeah. can't throw. Hey, while you're in here, can I change the tone of the conversation just a little sure, bit? Sure, let's get much more serious. Okay. What'd you think about Val's latest Instagram post? And of oh, course, if you missed it, oh, Val Nachushkin on Instagram posing with an AK-47, D-Mac. Yeah. Well, what what do you guys think, Brooke Stoke? You just real quick on that. Have you guys already talked about that? Yeah, we t- we got into it real real quick. What, what, what what's your take on that, Stoke? Oh, I'll give you mine. But I I, I thought it was um, just lack of awareness, right? I mean, your situation a few months ago where you're in the most important time of your season. And you just disappeared, right? I mean, you had an incident in your room, and next thing you know, you were gone, right in the middle of the playoffs, mm-hmm. right? You're trying to repeat here. And so, obviously, that wasn't a good situation. Don't know exactly what happened in that hotel room, but it wasn't good, right? right. Yeah, we've seen body cam footage and of the police talking to the team doctors, talking to you could hear that female that was in the room, um, in an ambulance and, and the things that she was saying and some accusations she was making. It's just not good. Awful. Awful, right? And so, like, just stay out of the news. So, like, just try to be on your best behavior. He goes, last time we saw him, he's some Instagram or whatever pictures from, from Russia. Mm-hmm. And then now, just unnecessary, like, just uncalled for. Just bringing more um, bad attention to yourself and to the organization when, like, just lay low. Lay low and uh, I think would be the best way to operate. You know, given what happened, like in the middle of the playoffs, the guy is gone. They just whisked him away, and he is gone. Right. And then now you have more of this. And to think that his off the field stuff doesn't affect his on the ice stuff yeah. is just crazy. Uh, because you can look at his history and and how it went down in Dallas, and how he went from a first round pick to out of the league, and then it seemed like he got his stuff back on track. And now I don't know where he's at. I don't know if you can count on him, if you can rely on him, if you're the halves. Do you think this makes it any worse? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah. I just don't know as far as a teammate how you look at that and go, oh, that's just Val being Val, and just write it off. Well, it's not up to the teammates. It's about um, Chris McFarland and Joe and uh, I think that's another layer to it, Organization. D-Mac. You but, know, Bednar and what the, the, the – then then you're, all right, do we want to win games or not? I mean, are we, we want to win? Yes? No? I mean, he's a great player. You know, you got to – restock the pond a little bit and um you know he's one of your core dudes he's a top six player for a, a team that hopes to win another stanley cup i don't know what the laws are in russia i don't know what guns it's not are. even about that it's not about the laws right it's about where your head's at and what your priorities are instead of it's a bad look trying to earn some goodwill back this is not the look you want what was the purpose of that to look cool yeah. That shouldn't be what well, you're focusing on right now here's what i found out about val which was really interesting most of these hockey guys are boring they're really boring they're kind of homebodies they really don't go out all that much they're they're kind of boring 
But Val's life is way different. He's married to, or girlfriend, or, you know, it's always kind He's, of... I'm pretty sure they're married. So, okay. Yeah. So uh, his partner is like a high-fashion Russian woman. Like, she owns, like, high-fashion stores, three of them that he probably has a piece of, I would guess. Yeah. She is friends with all sorts of models and fashion shoots. So as boring as we may be, you know, in the world of Gabriel Landeskog just having a, you know, a house in the burbs and a couple of cute little, you know, blonde-headed uh, Swedish kids. Right, right. Right? Val lives a life as if it's New York City. Like, it's high fashion, um, that sort of world. So of all the guys on the team, the one that lives kind of the fastest lane lifestyle is Val Nachushkin because that's what his life is like in Russia. I think my biggest concern... I'm not is, trying to make an excuse for him. I'm just saying that, oh no. that's, that's just a, a wild difference between him and the rest of the guys. I give him grace, a little bit of grace, just a tiny bit for being from a different culture. However, where's your head at, man? Vets report in less than a month, Kyle. Like, this is a huge year for him. He was already going to have to earn back a lot of that trust on the ice with his actions. I'm not, look, I hope I'm overreacting to a social media post. And again, for anybody out there misconstruing my words, it has absolutely nothing to do with gun ownership. I'm all for responsible gun ownership. This is the image you're portraying as if the values you hold important. Coming off of the situation you just came off of, squarely in the middle of a championship window, I'm looking for reasons not to question your head, your head space right now, right? And I feel like this leaves me with more questions than I have answers. Uh, he is having a little trouble reading the room, right, understanding mm -hmm. his place in it. I would probably give a little bit more credence to the cultural aspect of it, right? What part of the world was he in? Obviously, is this a part of his lifestyle? Does he have a full understanding of what goes on in American culture and how that might be viewed? Um, th there might be a little bit to peel back on that. Mm -hmm. So I, I can have probably a little bit more grace than you do. Right, and this isn't hunting, right? This isn't he's out there. This is him posing in front of a car where it looks like he's had a night out. He's got the shirt popped open showing the Stanley Cup ring. He's just got an AK in his hand. It's, 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 full, a, play it's, boys, it's, it's full playboy status. But, yeah. but it's, again, the profile of him, his family, where he's from. Does he have a full understanding of what that the optics of that are? That's a bad look. It is. It just makes me sad because this is a guy who worked so hard to get the opportunity to earn a contract. He came through in such a big way for them. Wins a cup, was such a crucial member of that team, gets an eight-year, $6 million per deal, finally has security, and I just don't know what's going on. And like I said, I hope genuinely that I'm overreacting to this. He hits the ice ready to go. But as far as on-the-ice stuff goes, guys, he missed 29 games last year when they were on life support with AHL players. Like, is this is this you demonstrating to me that you're committed and bought in? DMAC, you and I had the conversation last week about Russell Wilson being bought in. You tell me if this demonstrates Val being bought I just can't go there. And, I, and now I, I will have more questions than answers entering the season, which I was really hoping we wouldn't have to be in that position. Fine, good stuff. We'll get into it. We've got uh, Coach Reese here, which is awesome. Yes. Boy, did I see a heck of a documentary for you. My man. Oh, I'll, t I'll tell, tell you. me about it. Oh, I'll tell you about uh, BSI. Just, uh, yeah, man, that was something else. That was a trip. I'm glad that we can uh, have a chance to chop it up. Stick around. We'll get to, uh, well, we got a little day off here. No Bronx, right? We got a little reset here. So we can look at things in total as the Broncos get ready for the, the game against the Rams. And thrilled to be with you this Friday afternoon, the drive on the fan.
this uh, rainy, drippy day. We are here to bring some sunshine into your life. Ain't no doubt about that. Roll with my guy, Coach Kyle Reese, Overland Blazers. Good afternoon, sir. Good to see you. KJ, looking resplendent. I appreciate you, sir. Trying right. to match the energy outside. No, don't do that. Kids during the day that. off? Just, uh... It's in Nashville. Oh, that's that's where he should stay. <laughs> no, I love Kevin. I love chicken fingers, but he is... Man, that's his jam. What's he doing there in Nashville? What's he doing? Uh, he's working on some for his podcast. That is... Wow. He, oh, he's got this he's got this really cool po- podcast focusing on country uh, songwriters. Modern country songwriters. Oh, wow. And it's uh I think it's blowing up from what I understand. So good for Kevin. Oh yeah. Yeah, they they they're they're right there on the cusp of like being one of those top country podcasts. See our guy Dante? What's up? What's up, Dante? Hey. Hey. Turn the mic on just for a second, Dante. Dante's coming off an Achilles, right? Dante, I believe. Achilles injury. Yeah, Achilles. How far along are you into that recovery process? Uh, week eight. How you doing? What's what's the latest? I'm um, doing all right. I can walk a little bit. Um, you got to figure out Tim Patrick through you. Yeah, yeah. No, um, you know, I'm sure he's a far superior athlete than I am. So oh, maybe that's, he's a little that's, ahead of me. That's that's true. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, just uh, really stiff, but I can move around a little bit. Eight weeks still on a crutch. One crutch, huh? One crutch. Yeah. So I don't really need the crutch. It's just there, I don't have any like. Like, you know how, like, when you walk, like, you walk on, like, you lift your heel on and, like, you put all your weight on your toe? Mm-hmm. I can't do that. Okay. So there's no, like, calf raises, basically. So eight weeks, and you're not really even walking right yet? No, definitely not walking right. Like, you can walk. I can walk, <sighs> but you're going to look at me and be like, that guy's walking funny. Are you going to get a scooter? No, no, no. I'm past all that. I, at this point, it's just ha- having to relearn how to walk. When are you going but... to be good for one-on-ones and uh, seven-on-seven, at least, if Ooh. not full team? <laughs> I don't know if I would ever be good for that, but um, probably like, you know, another three months. Oh, man. All right. Hang in there, bro. Um, Love you. That sucks. Terrible injury. Thank you. Love the mustache. Thank you. Don't let anybody tell you to to lose that look. No, I've actually gotten all compliments. Rishi liked it. Raj liked it. Okay. Um, Okay. Nate said... You know, I don't think you're going to... No girl's going to be like, oh, that guy's really hot, but yeah, like, yeah. that guy's really funny. <laughs> right. So that's kind of a... Does that work? I, we'll see. You better right, we'll get see. funny, Dante. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm watching... Um, if people yeah, don't know, Coach me. Reese is uh, the head coach of Overland High School football. Yes, sir. Guys decided to open at Stutler. My wife was working concessions there last night. She's we were like, at uh, Legacy. At Legacy? That's yes, what sir. I meant? Yep. She told me Stutler. She lied. I hope it's the first time. She fibbed to me. I hope it's the first time. <laughs> I think she had the best of intentions. Yeah, legacy. No, no legacy. Doubt. Yeah, Legacy Stadium. And, uh, yeah, she uh, works, uh, she's a Cherry Creek School District employee. Okay. She was uh, serving up the nachos and cheese fries or whatever. Because Smokey played before us. Was that kind of that deal? Oh, how'd they do? I don't even know. About the same as us. They we'll did? Keep, we'll keep moving. Who are they playing? Keep talking. Uh, Denver East, man. Denver. I, they got worked sh- by Denver East? Shout out to Coach Rump, man. He, they got worked by Denver out. East? I'm with you, D-Mac. Like, what's going what? on? Let's not go there. I, I, my man Rump's doing a great job. The Angels there. got, got yeah. it in on, on the Buffaloes, huh? players over there. Man. Okay. Yeah. Well, you guys opened with Grandview. Yeah. We, well, what we, was uh, the thought pro- process there? The, uh, so I used to coach with Tom Darty at Creek. Yeah. Um, and... and Doherty, he'll, he'll kill me if I say Doherty. Um, and we just had a relationship. He called me up and said, hey, man, do you want to play in the next cycle? And I like scheduling tough games. I want to see who's going to show up. There you go. Yeah. So And our kids play tough. They fought? 
Yeah, always. Our kids uh, always fight, man. Dude. I, I'm so proud of our guys. I love it. Yeah, man. When's the wagon wheel game? Uh, two weeks. Okay. Two weeks. And so now that's really cool because it's a military appreciation game. Uh, and the district does a great job. They have a flyover. They have a helicopter there. Like, no, it's it's a deal, man. That, is that a Stutler or a Legacy this year? Yeah, it's going to be at Legacy. Okay. Yeah, man. They do a great job. And, oh, and the kids love it. It's man. been a minute, man. Yeah. Oof. I don't know, man, because I, I, I have the utmost respect for you, but... Hey, man. Man, I got my Smoky Hill pride, though. But I'm man, sitting I've, here. I know. I'm sitting I here know, next I know. to you. I know you are. I, I, okay. I don't know, man. I, I don't know if I can go against Buffaloes, but I'll... Go over there and dap you up. It'll, Wish you the best. It'll take me two weeks to get you over on this side of things. <laughs> don't worry. I got time. Hey, man, I don't root against the Blazers. No no doubt about I'll it. I'll take that. Yeah. I'll take that. Um, but you guys, hey, have you seen, I, maybe it just came out, BS High, I'm telling you, this is a must, must-watch documentary. You seen it, KJ? I have not, but it's on the docket for the weekend. I mean, are this you kidding me? thing yeah. is absolutely ridiculous, man. What's it on? It's about the fake high school that got smoked oh, by IMG yeah. Academy. Uh, Bishop Sycamore. Yes. Bishop Sycamore. I remember that. Told, and this guy, Roy Johnson, con artist of all con artists. And super weird because usually you have con artists to make money. There's no way this guy was making any money. Not really. But his ego was, it's, it's like, he's psychotic. He is, he is psychotic. You you got to see this documentary, and it it there's a crack, there's a crack, a crevice in the football high school world, coach, and I feel bad for these kids because what's happening? There are what do they call them, man? Yes. Uh, charters, not charter schools, um, prep schools, prep schools. prep schools. So it's like that year yep. after high school. When, man, you just didn't get an offer or you need another year of development. Maybe your grades just weren't really weren't quite there. All all that sort of stuff. Yep. And listen, man, I'm not against prep schools inherently. I mean, they serve, uh, I guess, some sort of purpose. I know a lot of kids. I'm more common with them in basketball than football. I don't know how many prep schools there actually are in football, although they they may be developing. It's 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 the same premise. Air Force actually runs a really good one. Um, but, yeah, it's the same premise, man. But, yeah, the, the sharks are in the water in, in this term. And so now you're starting to see kids gravitate to that. You're starting to see more more people solicit these kids. And uh, it, it's a scary place. And I'm sure you've seen it in baseball a little bit. Well, when I'm watching this, all I know in baseball is uh, travel teams. You know, okay. um, so kids will put more value playing for their travel team, yes. their club team, club rather than their high school teams. Happens all the time. But in football, the one thing I thought with high school football is high school football is the top of the ladder before college. There's no other place for you to go besides your high school. It's not like baseball or basketball where there's all sorts of level of volleyball. Uh, Club stuff is far superior in terms of degree of competition and exposure, but not in football. I didn't think, but this dude, this dude, Roy Johnson, he just figured he founded a team, guys, with no school. He thought he would get a school, but he couldn't find one. So he was picking kids who just were falling in the gaps. They They were almost all poor black kids that needed something else. Sold a dream. Sold a dream. (laughs) And And he was charging $16,000 for tuition for no school. It's just it was a club team. Essentially, it was a club team, but it had no school affiliation whatsoever, and he didn't care. 
The kids didn't go to school. They didn't get, like, GED credits. I mean, there was nothing. Man. I, I, and they ended up playing IMG. Right. IMG on ESPN. So IMG is the gold standard for all of this, by the way. Have you ever been down there? I ha- uh, no, it's but I know, amazing. I know plenty about it's it. It's amazing. So everybody is trying to replicate that. And yeah. you're right. In football, you can't kind of play football. There's no such thing as a football exhibition, right? You have to... I can't go to the gym and, and replicate this experience. So, yes, for the longest, and I still believe Friday night is what football is, and I'm not going to be able to recreate that on a Tuesday or Sunday afternoon. But they're trying, they're, and this is exactly what you I've seen guys who have bought old motels and tried to run their prep school out of it and hit me up and say, hey, you got any guys for me? Hell to the knock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sending kids down there for that. But, you know, there's families, there's desperate kids, there's, I, I don't know, man. I mean, it's wild. This thing is one of the most wild. Cra- I cannot believe this dude sat down for an interview, but the guy's ego is ridiculous. I mean, it is off the charts ego-wise. I have never seen anything like this ever in sports. The man had the audacity to say, I'm not in jail, am I? But you should be. What? What are many things? But you should be. It's it's an hour and, and twenty minutes of your your jaw just being dropped. Like I'm sorry, what? It's how like is it like you feel like Bernie Madoff dirty when you walk away Abs- from it? Absolutely. Well, I feel bad for the kids. Bernie Madoff. Yes, 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 yes. Is is your answer? They were going for like four years, and after all this trouble, he says schools are calling him. He's 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 he still has it. Yeah. Because there's no rule. There's, can you believe this? There's no rule about having basically a club football team. You know how you go about this, right? It's insane. There's no governing body. doesn't have to pass a background check. doesn't have to go through any of the things that high school coaches have to go through in order to coach kids, right? He can skirt that entire system, and as long as he got a little piece of change in his pocket, he can find himself with a football team. But there is that strange little crack in America that there is yep. no club high school football, except for this dude. And I think other people are trying to figure it's it out. Two in Washington. <laughs> and yeah. during the pandemic, he had the kids all open their own barber shops for a PPP loan. So you need some no. money. Uh, yes. No. So it's like barbershop, 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 car wash, barbershop. So these kids were all taking out loans. Some of them didn't even know for about $20,000 that they would eventually have to pay back. And route the money to me. Yes. He, he should go to jail for that. What do you mean I'm not in jail? That is a crime. Because technically, the kids took out the loans, not him. He just made sure they did it. Dude, this is next level. I highly recommend it. Um, I'm I'm bringing this up to you early and often because of uh, the great work you've done coaching high school football. Thank you. And uh, doing things the right way. Doing things the right way. That's tough, man. Man, oh, man. All right. You got to check it out. I want to get to the audio of Herm Edwards. We'll get into the Broncos and training camp. But I'm telling you. And the name of the school was Bishop Sycamore. I think he literally named the school BS High. <laughs> it's unbelievable. They had a game on ESPN, didn't they? But that's it. That's that's where it all fell apart. That's where it all fell apart yeah. because uh, and, and a lot of his kids are 21, 22 years old. Oh man, <laughs> yeah, you should see some of them. And the the IMG kids, they don't care. I mean, they're 17, 18, but I mean, they're right. the you know cream of the crop. They're the IMG kids. Yeah. You know. All right, this is the drive here on the fan. Documentary I was talking about was it's on Netflix. 
Oh, wait, wait, wait. Where's it on HBO? It's on HBO. Sorry, HBO. sorry, 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 sorry. HBO or Max or whatever you I highly advise it. Something you're paying for. BSI. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry for that. Thanks for recommending it. Yeah, man. Hopefully you didn't ruin the whole thing. Well, are there any more? Li- are there any more? I'll leave it alone. Nuggets in there. Okay, I'll All leave right. it alone. Just watch it, and just you're just not going to believe it. Yeah, I think especially for somebody like you, has put so much time and energy and effort into helping out young men with football. It'll uh, well get ready because I think you'll be actually disappointed. Well, in people. yeah, 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 man. Yeah, I mean, it's like the complete antithesis of what you've done your whole life. So there's just people out there, man, and there's desperate moms and dads and desperate kids and. Sometimes the the real truth is I'm sorry, man. It's this this ain't your thing. There's no other, other things you can do in life. No doubt. If you if you have to resort no. to this, so we'll. Um, and 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 last thought, it's yes, just uh, understand that there's look, people looking to capitalize on you no matter what you're doing, ain't right? So always be cautious. What else you got? <laughs> solving the world's problem one segment at a time brother here is uh, Herm Edwards about the Broncos without Jerry Judy and, and this is where Sean Payton will step in and, and realize that when you lose players of this stature at the receiving core you're going to have to run your offense a little bit different well with that being said though I, I think this offense is going to get dialed back a little bit on throwing the ball as much as they did last year 500 plus passes I I look at this offense now at about 460. Why? Because they're going to run the ball some. Look, he went out, Sean Payton, and got two offensive linemen. Yep. Two offensive linemen. He signed offensive linemen. Why? He wants to play action the ball. Mm. He wants to run the football. This is going to be a – he's not going to he, – he's not going to ask Russell Wilson to win a bunch of games. He wants him to manage the game. That's what he's going to do. Yeah, it's yeah. a tough loss. <clears throat> but they'll be okay. They're going to use the tight ends and the running backs in the passing game. Okay. What do you think the uh, impact's going to be without Judy? It's tough, man. When you're down two-thirds of, of what you anticipated at the top three of your lineup, that looked like a really deep room about four weeks ago, didn't it? Sure did. Oh, my goodness. Um, obviously, Coach Harmer was is a little bit removed from the situation. The Broncos threw the ball so much because they were down so much, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's, that's a little bit skewed information. But, man, the Broncos, uh, I, I thought they were going to be able to look inward when Tim Patrick went down, mm-hmm. right? There was 12 guys in that room, and they brought on a few more. I think now you got to look outward, right? Because you're going to need some help. Anybody in particular? Jarvis Landry pops into my head. Yeah? Yeah, I think he's he's, he's still on the street. Got plenty of... But th- the thing is, uh, you know, is that guy going to come cheap? I don't know. Do you hold out uh, for he's on, the, he's on the street. I mean, yeah. listen, how many games are we talking about here? <sighs> Three games, four games. What's Three. what's your experience with uh, the hamstring? So stuff? the hamstring is a. I've seen guys not be right all year. Now that's a little yeah. different, you know, when you're dealing with young people because you only get ten games. So maybe you come back the the second half of the season and you have a little bit more confidence in it. The problem is Jerry Judy is so twitchy, right, and, and, and so sudden that for him to trust that, uh, I think is going to take a while. And got to remember, like with hamstrings, when you when it, on the onset. It's a sharp pain, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So um, it's not something that he's going to be feel good about testing right away. So it might be a while. I'm thinking more. I'm thinking like four to six before he feels good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's. There's the difference too, and we saw with Cortland Sutton with okay, I'm back, and then you know I'm back and I I can play and then I can excel. Yeah. And the truth was with Sutton. He played an entire season without really being able to excel. Now, let me tell you, Cortland Sutton, 
got himself in shape. Cortland Sutton has had a, a great camp. Cortland Sutton looks like DK Metcalf and like <laughs> like Iron Chiseled, Man. right? Oh my God! I yeah. mean, my goodness. Hey, that's good living, man. You got you got some money, right? You got married in the off season. Yeah, there's a lot of good things that have happened. Yeah, to and him, he so. talked about. He just said, "I just had to change it up because it just wasn't working for me." So boy, oh boy, did he change it. He looks yeah. fantastic. Yeah, but he can't do it by himself here. And you know, Judy just didn't have kind of that body, but his whole game was see now Sutton's game, Kyle, is about speed and strength. And I can't believe I can even say speed is back into Cortland Sutton game, but but it is. Yeah. Again, good for him. Judy's game isn't about isn't about strength. It is about speed and getting open. And it's interesting um having this conversation with Nate Jackson. He says Judy's catching mechanics are terrible. He says he can see all sorts of bad habits and, and sort of things sure. that, that he could do better. It's just that he's gotten away from it. But it does explain why he's good for a drop a day. It, it, look, his athleticism has allowed him to get away with all those things for so long, right? Being able to create separation, be able to win the one-on-one matchups. So who cares if you catch the ball in your body, right? Because the next defender is three yards away. So a lot of that went uncontested because he was such a fast twitch guy. And, and when that goes away, man. It's a while before you can trust that thing again. And I am a Judy fan. I think he's a dynamic player. I think he had the possibility to be one of the top receivers in the entire league. I think he's special. With this hamstring injury, Kyle, I'm not sure. We'll see. But even if he can come back in week three, week four, what are what are the Broncos getting? Right. So you got you think they got to go out shopping? I think they got to go out shopping at this. I you could have lived. Beyond Patrick. You can sustain that. But this one, you, you can't do it. You got to go shopping. Here's a little bit more of Herm. The hardest thing about dealing with Sean Payton when we would play him, he always seems to get the quarterback in second and four and second and fives. That's a nightmare to a defensive coach. Hmm. You have no call for second and four or second and five. That's a bad down for the defense. Yeah. And Sean Payton always had his offenses getting in that situation would made it very difficult. And Dan knows it. Yeah. When you're the quarterback and you got second and five, you're smiling. Yeah, I think Russ is, is set up to have a good year. I, I think uh, Herm Edwards is right about that. I think that's what Sean Payton will do. I don't think, uh, I mean, unless you get caught up in tons of penalties and dumb stuff. But if you don't, if you can avoid it, I think you're going to be all right. Why is Herm yelling? Herm just yells. I think Herm just he just, he just came out. He came out to shoot yelling. No doubt. You want to talk about one of the all-time greatest dudes, man. You're great, great dude, great personality. But you're right. I think that if you watch the Broncos' offense over the last two games between P. Ryan and now a newfound confidence in Javante Williams, you're going to find them in more second and four. Now the whole playbook is open to me. I can find my, I can get into third and one and, and, and pound it if I have to. I, I think that's more what you're going to see than the high-flying theatrics, right? All right. We got uh, Mike Tannenbaum talking about something with Russell Wilson that I don't think is ever going to happen, but he wants to put it out in the public square. You'll hear that coming up next. <laughs> You're listening to The Drive on Denver Sports Station, 1043 The Fan. So we back in the club with the bodies rocking from side to side, side, side to side. Thank God the week is done. I feel like a zombie gone back to life, back, back to life. Hands up. 
Yeah, suddenly we all got our hands up. No control of my body. Ain't I seen you before? I think I remember those eyes, 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 eyes. Mike Tannenbaum on, on uh, ESPN, D-Mac, Coach Kyle Reese, KJ, what's Drew doing? What are you wearing there, Drew? It's a rainy day. You're uh, uh, just hoodie, yeah, pullover. You got it out of his Colorado kit, right? Yeah, are we, are we good with uh, just a day like this after this blistering heat? Do we, yeah, it's fine. We kind of yeah. need a day like yeah, this? kind of welcome. <laughs> Depends on who you ask. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at you all. Yeah. I mean, who else am I looking at? <laughs> yeah, let me speak on behalf of uh, the oh. minority here. Um, I'm sorry, what? As far as, like, you know, the people who <laughs> yes, probably... <what? laughs> let me rephrase that. Let's run it back. Let's run it back. Let's run it back. Let's run it back. Let me speak on You're behalf of... You're the only weatherman the... in the room. Hey, that, that, you that's know what he's saying. Oh, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, oh, okay. and this is why I only have my honorary, all right? I haven't finished. Uh, <laughs> I can't my bachelor's. You probably <laughs> shouldn't at this point. <laughs> Listen, this is where um, I should really keep my mouth shut, right? You know, it's all good. Um, here, here, here's what it is. I, I would disagree with you. Um, I could care less about the rain. I prefer sunshine because the summer's coming to an end, mm. and I know there are people out there that feel like I do. So there you go. Okay. Nice recovery, my brother. I'm, 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 good, I'm good with it. I'm good, I'm good every now and then. This is going to be the weather tomorrow night, though, too. This is supposed to go for like 48 hours. <laughs> so I, I, I don't know what – I. I think this is going to have an impact on who Sean Payton plays. Rightfully so. Yeah, you don't want your guys out on the slick field, right? They just did they resurface it again? I know they did before the last home game. Did they? Did uh, they yeah, it again. Yeah, but that's that's a standard sort of thing. After um, Taylor Swift and Ed Sheeran tear it up, you know, you yeah, know, you kind of just do that. Duly noted. Yeah, I mean, we got billionaires here. They just drop. <sighs> New turf, yeah. yeah. Let's get some engineering students to Texas. Make you know, Taylor pay for it. She gets $10 million. You know what? I mean, she's big enough that she doesn't even want to do the Super Bowl. Wow. Yeah. How about that? The things you can say no to. <sighs> I say yes to everything. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I could be bribed uh, by, by, by a dollar and a Chick-fil-A coupon. Oh, man. Here is Mike Tannenbaum on Russ. I would be shocked if Russell Wilson was the starter for 17 games this season, and here's why. The conversations that Sean Payton is having with ownership is year one is about culture and accountability. It's Bill Parcells' approach, and he's going to see Russell Wilson as an opportunity to hold players accountable. And when there's a bump in the road, Greeny, what's going to happen is he's really talking to Jerry Judy, Garrett Bowles, the young nucleus of this team, to say the standard is the standard. And if I bench Russell Wilson, I can bench you. And I know the way Sean thinks. The, he, I'm just telling you, if Russell Wilson has the smallest bump in the road, he will be benched, and Sean's going to look at it as an opportunity to set the culture and the standard moving forward. That is never going to happen this year. That right yeah. there, what Mike Tannenbaum said, is never, ever, ever going to happen. Sounds good, though, in terms of culture and, and the I, standard is a standard, yeah. I don't know who he's talking to or about, but let me tell you, man, that couldn't be more wrong. He, he goes on. But here's why. Here's, here, yeah, here's Sean Payne's mindset, Dan. I didn't trade for him. I didn't mm-hmm. pay him. And mm-hmm. I'm going to find a better quarterback that works for us. So I'm under no mm-hmm. pressure to make Russell Wilson work. What I am under pressure to do is set the culture here. And that's why it's an opportunity for me to hold Russell Wilson 
accountable in the most transparent way, which is to bench him. Man, what a trip that guys on a national stage can be so wrong. I'm drunk. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. D-Mac, how bad would Russell Wilson have to play? There's no, there's there's no only standard for it, right? one way he's not starting every game. He's injured. The period. end, period, that's it. There is, let me, in my opinion, I'll throw it in my opinion in there. There is zero chance that Russell Wilson will be benched for poor play. Zero. Mm. Okay? And I don't know what Tannenbaum's talking to or what's going on there. But every single indication from Sean Payne is about working with Russell Wilson. And to think that, like, what do you think? Uh, Sean Payton walks by Russell Wilson and doesn't say hello or something? I mean, it's it's nothing like that. Now, will Russell Wilson be injured and have to miss time? Uh, maybe. It happened last year. Right. Uh, it happens to a lot of football players. I well, mean, that can happen. Well, and, and and I ask myself the question, what historical reference do you have to draw upon that would lead you to that conclusion? Well, I right? don't know. It didn't happen in New Orleans. It didn't need to, but just the opposite, too. He built up Jameis Winston, right? Even even when Jameis was struggling a little bit, it's like, he's my guy, let's go. There's nothing in Sean Payton's uh, history of coaching that he would say, I'm telling you, man, I don't care what it is. I don't care what it is. It's all in with Russell. If they go in the bye week, two and six, okay? Two and six, and they've just lost two games to Kansas City, that losing streak. They're going to go to the bye week. Russell Wilson will be starting against the Buffalo Bills. Okay? There's zero chance, zero chance that Russell Wilson gets benched for poor play. I can see him coming out at maybe the end of games just to preserve him, right? If they've been blown out or something like that. Oh, well, of course. But that's it. That's it. Of course. He's starting the next week. Yeah. Why do you guys say things like this? I don't. I have, I have no idea. Now, does the culture of the team need to be reset? Yeah. Was it discouraging that they came out flat in day one of the joint practice against the Rams? Yeah, definitely. Definitely discouraging. But but that's on what? Russell Wilson? Nah. There's a, there's a culture issue. And when I asked Patrick Sertan this week, Kyle, I said, you know, what do you take away from the history of the Broncos as, you know, you got Randy Gratishar in the, in the Hall of Fame? And Patrick Sertan said winning. And it's like, yeah, that's right. That's right. But that's something that's really tricky. Justin Simmons has an experience winning. Patrick Sertan has an experience winning. Um, Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, none of these guys have experienced winning with the Denver Broncos. So, Kyle, if you've never experienced it, how do you know what it is? Right. right. But, see, that's the value in Sean Payton. I can't help but to go back to Doug Peterson and what he did in Jacksonville. Right, because the same was true for all of those guys in Jacksonville. And look where they found themselves. They were in a dogfight with Kansas City in the playoffs. So when you insert someone who does have a history with that, who does know what that looks like, the guys that are right on the cusp of it, the Justin Simmons of the world, they can follow that lead, right? They're 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 pros. They're elite. They they can follow that. They just haven't discovered the culture of winning recently. It doesn't mean they can't reignite it. it, it, At it all. When I hear this, At that, this actually ticks me off. And there's more of it. It doesn't stop. Ryan Clark's chiming in. Colin Cowherd's chiming in. Be careful with Ryan Clark, right? I mean, we got to 
Yeah, who's, I'll who's, stick two on you now. Yeah, I tell you what. <laughs> All right, big story of the day is coming up next.